Michelle. Yes. You know how they say when you have a baby that you'll never sleep again? Yes, I hated when people said that to me. So did I. But two months ago, it was the truth. Luna was waking up every night in the middle of the night, and we'd actually be going to bed feeling anxious knowing we'd be up in just a few hours. Oh my God, I sure don't miss those days one bit. Yeah, well, neither do I, because thanks to Kelly Murray's sleep, Luna is sleeping through the night, and we are no longer her bottle service bitches at 3 a.m., Plus, we're on a nap schedule. I don't even know what took me so long. I feel like a new woman. And you look like one too. <laughs> Thanks. Honestly, Kelly Murray changed our lives and Luna's sleep for the better. Tell me more about the sleep expert. I'd love to. So here's the deal. You are assigned a sleep expert who guides you through a three-week training. You start with an audit of how your baby is snoozing, then... It's go time. As a little family, along with our sleep specialist, we work to get Luna on a sleep schedule with soothing techniques and a program that proved to work. Michelle, she was sleeping through the night within two days. Amen to that, sister. You guys were really winging it there for a while. <laughs> we really were, but not anymore. And I have to say, one of my favorite aspects of the program was the Voxer support that comes along with the training. Voice messages for the win. I truly believe that was a huge part of the success. Oh, wow, we sure didn't have that 14 years ago. Well, because you're a little older, but that's neither here nor there. The entire experience actually left me feeling empowered and well-rested. I really am so happy for you guys. I was getting kind of sick of you yawning at all of our meetings. <laughs> so was I. Listen up, listener. If you are in need of sleep or have a little one keeping you up at night, visit kellymurraysleep.com for more information on Kelly Murray Digital Sleep Training Programs, along with in-person training options for those in the Chicagoland area. And use our code SISTER30 for a free week of support when you book a private consultation and and 30% off the digital sleep program. Happy, Happy snoozing. snoozing! Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. <laughs> our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Welcome, everyone, to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm your host, Lauren, joined by my co-host and really happy yes, sister, Michelle. So, so happy. I tell you what, this showbiz stuff ain't for the weary, you know, because... No, you got to keep the show you gotta going. You got to keep the show going because the listener doesn't know that right before this, DCFS always came, almost came to take, remove my children <laughs> from the home because there was going to be a situation. At this point, you would have been like, take them. Take them. Go ahead, them. take them. It'll be quiet. No one will bark. No one will interrupt me while Put I'm doing my, my job. Record. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. You know, teens, man. Mm -hmm. Teens, mm -hmm. man. They're cool, but they can also be... Yeah. They can also challenge you and um, <laughs> challenge your ability to be grateful for them, which is what we're going to talk about later in this episode. But right now, just trying to channel that. 
channel that. You guys, oh, Michelle, you got this. Stick with okay. it. All right, you guys, we've got a great episode with for you guys loaded with some current events that are happening. We've got a missing persons case. And we're also talking about girl dinners. You'll have to tune in to find out. And a few things that we're reading, watching, and listening to. Now, before we let you guys loose, Please remember that if you are in search of a cozy AF candle, check out Yoga View both in Wilmette and their Chicago location because they are now carrying our freaking candles, which is so awesome. (laughs) And while you're there, hop in class with Jenny Kaufman. And you're welcome. Um, okay, you guys, we have a jam-packed episode for you, and we want you to get to it because it's a little longer, and there's a lot of good info in here. So do as you always do and stay cozy and enjoy. Oh, wow. Is that a, a pinky lip? Is that <laughs> like a Barbie lip? It is kind of a it Barbie is. lip. It's called Haas Labs. Haas or House? How's it spelled? H H A U S. House. House. It's like house, like the German house of God. Yeah, Funkin. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Oh. So Michelle read a sad article and we're going to change the vibe. Yeah, right. Don't even bring it up. I was just leaving it and now you reminded me again. Wow, you're, that is a huge, that that pink looks good on you. I needed to, I was feeling a little washed oh, out. Oh, that really added a little bit of a dimension a little to your, your face there. I think actually what even Reefs, the brand Reefs, they're getting in, or Tiva, is it Tiva Reefs? One of those shoes, oh, well, they're yeah. all getting into the pink. I just saw their Barbie Listen, pink. Barbie pour is happening. It is. It is hot to trot. I like the color. I like that specific pink. It's a fun like Mattel Barbie pink. I'm into it. Um, okay, wait. So you read a bad article and you're going to get yourself out of it and you're out of it. We're good. Yeah, We're moving I've already on. But Michelle, well, something happened to me today where mm. I almost lost my bananas because I made all of yesterday um, while Kitsia Luna's nanny was here, who is such a godsend, yeah. wonderful woman. And I, I mean, she's got like a thousand, no, she's got five kids. But so I feel like, you know, she knows what she's doing. The baby's in good hands. I leave, I come and go, get my work done. It's great. So yesterday I spent hours like holed up in my bedroom working, making a ton of social media stuff, content to support our podcast, to support our candles and, and our messaging, you know, like living the slower, more cozy, mindful life. And I was really proud of it. It was innovative and exciting. I opened the app today to post it to start posting the content that I made. And I couldn't, well, actually I couldn't even access the app. And this is what happened was I did some troubleshooting. I turned off my phone, turned on, turned it back on again. And then I took off the app and then put it back on. And I'm here to tell everyone who makes any content that if you delete an app, that app, Instagram from your phone and you have drafted work, it deletes it. And so that was a real kick in the butt. Uh, dude, that that sucks. I so much work. I so much work. feel mm. sorry for you that that happened because there is nothing more. That is like talk about waste. like a like a like you're skyrocketing. You're so yeah, happy. You're so you had you were accomplished. <laughs> the time you used it wisely. You got your shit done, and you're yes. flying high. And then yes. and then this morning you crashed. And burn and went to the crash landing side. Not even like Amelia Earhart. Like, where can she be? No, well, I, you're done. Like, you're burned, legit gone. Burned to a crisp. But I did, I told you, I'm like, I think I can cry. 
And so tears started to like well up in my eyes while I was making my coffee. And then I said, you know what? I've got the morning with my daughter and I'm going to, let's go outside. I had, I had my responsibility today was watering our grass and our plants. And I went outside and within like seconds, I felt, I was like, you know what? It's like, it just was therapy and it felt so good to tend to my garden and be outside with the baby that it was like, I stopped worrying about it and now I'm over it. And I'm just going to start back where I started. I mean, there's nothing you can do. Good for <laughs> no. you for taking advantage of green things Nature. that is proven to make you feel it better. Works. I'm telling you, I've never walked into the woods wanting to off myself and like, leave God still damn. wanting to. Like I've always walked up <laughs> and like, all right, we're good. Fresh <laughs> breath of air. I felt so much better. But can I just um, say that that's why I hate so Instagram? I hate that we yeah. like that. That is we're their, that we're their bitch. They control the situation. Like whatever you create on there, it's not yours at the end of the day. I'm honestly kind of surprised that they don't make like a commission on what anyone sells on that app. I'm kind of shocked that they don't take up any money from creators mm. or you know artists or whatever. It's I just now that I'm thinking about that. I hope. I'm sure I just kind of manifested that for them. So <laughs> moving yeah, on. Moving on is right. Um, so last night I enjoyed one, a, a favorite night of the summer so far. My dear friend, Laura DePaolo, who is also a loyal listener to Cozy oh, Convos. Hey, Laura. Hey, Laura. And Mila, her daughter, Mila, who's 13. And I am I am dying for Mia and Mila to be friends. Wait, do you think that there's some uh, common ground yes. there? Yeah, to me, just tell me. Cool, has really wonderful conversations, mm. has thoughts about like what's going on in the world. And we just had some like deeper conversations. And I'm like, this is, and I was like, you have to be friends with my my niece. Mm. You guys, I want to start like a pen pal. I want to somehow Excuse connect them. Me, because let's do it. I think we should, because here's the deal like Laura, and then Laura's brother, um, Roe came, lovely man. I've met him a couple, several times throughout my long distance friendship with Laura. Who I met at the James Hotel and I was front desk like in 2002. Wow, yeah. And since we've known each other, she has lived in like a dozen different cities throughout the world. Her husband works for the Italian airline. Uh, it's not Alitalia. Alitalia. I thought it was. Uh, oh, they changed it. They changed it to like ITA, ITA, or I don't where know. Where do they live now? Did you say this? Where now they are in, in Atlanta, but they've lived in London, Barcelona, Milan. Um, I say Boston already. Um, Chicago. They've just lived all over the place and. So we finally connected. She comes in every several couple times a year to see her family that lives here. And we just sat and talked and we enjoyed those really yummy sparkling wine cans from from Trader Joe's. They're like $5.99. The white wine is my favorite one. It comes in like a teal box. It's just a real easy, refreshing yep, summer sparkling. drink. I mean, there's probably way too much sugar in it and a high ABV. We'll talk but about that later. Yeah, let's have fun. Yeah, and let, enjoy, yeah we'll talk about enjoy this moment. Fun. Enjoy this moment. So... We chatted and we had so much fun. You know, and she's super Italian. And so when she and I get together, like we're talking like, you know, have you heard from Vincenzo Scaramuzzi? <laughs> she just says his name. It's just so much fun speaking with like other like Italian people from like this area. And we made a little, um, there's this new thing that's like big now. Have you ever heard, have you been hearing about um, hashtag girl well, dinner? I have not heard about it until I watched the Today Show this morning, yesterday, yes. maybe. Yesterday. And mm-hmm. I saw the segment pop up and realized that I think I like kind of live off of this kind of stuff. I didn't realize that's what I was doing. 
Yeah, and you do. And so does our our friend here on the Instagram, um, Abby Thome. She's a big girl dinner, although she makes these trays and these like boards, plates yeah, for her boys. Yeah, snack boards. Yeah, like boards. Mm-hmm. But they're like snack boards. And I feel like it, that's kind of what we did last night. And what's different, I think, about a girl, this hashtag girl dinner that's trending versus a charcuterie plate. Like to me, a charcuterie plate is like your sliced meat. It's, it's cheese, very artisanal. It's all, and it's also all about the insta-perfect visual. I think. Are you talking about which one the are you talking about? The girl? The charcuterie. Oh, the charcuterie. Yes. There's like, yes. yeah. And there's a little bit there's more of like culture to it. to it. There's an art to it. Get some jams and some like mm-hmm. fig spread. With girl dinner, it can literally consist of like three dark chocolate covered pretzels, three carrots, a little thick dipper of hummus, maybe half of a club sandwich you saved from yesterday and yep. um, a right. sliced avocado. Basically, whatever's in your fridge and cabinets <laughs> that you aren't opposed to eating. Yeah. And I love it. And there's, you know, there people are like really into it and it's very efficient and it's fast and it, you can create like a little bit of a, you know, a kind of a plethora of different things, but it's getting backlash because it's saying that it either, um, I don't know if it was, it encourages like bad eating behavior. Like I just, you know, I feel like there's always a fucking negative spin. Listen, on something. Can't guys, we just enjoy we can, a goddamn no, plate? With, no, we can't. We can't. Some carrots no. and chocolate nope. covered pretzels nope. on it. Like it's really annoying. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter. There's always a naysayer. There's always a negative Nancy. There's always a Debbie Downer that's going to circle <laughs> back around and point out the only so freaking annoying negative thing that they can find. Like let us just enjoy the goddamn flipping board. Again, later we're going to get into something that we both listened to that's going to back up all these things that we're talking about in regards to like better, smarter eating decisions. But you know, for right now, we're going to just enjoy the fact that I made a badass girl dinner charcuterie board kind of thing. And we demolished it over five hours of catching up and with our huga lights hanging. And it was Freaking awesome. That sounds, That's all I got to say. That sounds I love lovely. Laura. And also what I love about that too, low maintenance, no stress. You don't need to stress about what you're doing. This is easy, no. peasy, casual, something there <laughs> for somebody to nibble on. Ever, listen, and, that's and all we- moms, we're all, all looking, the big joke with my mom friends is we're all looking to do as little as possible when we gather. This is it. And that, is, <laughs> that accomplishes that goal. I saw something super cute on TikTok and it was called a color party. And this reminds me of it. So it's a color party and say you have five girlfriends over and everyone is assigned a color. So whatever color it is. So say you are green, you come with this board filled with green candies what? or vegetables what, that, and someone has yellow and it turns into like the rainbow or, or whatever. Wait, that is No, you just, those are just colors. You don't build anything. You just come as the color that you've been assigned and you can represent that through Stop clothing it. as well as food. Isn't that fun? I love it. It's like a current, like <laughs> modern potluck kind of with a twist. Yeah, with a twist. That's Isn't that neat? Cute. I love but that But while idea. you're talking about social media, I just went to pick up uh, Mia, not Lauren. God, that's the first time I've actually <laughs> called her you in a while. We kind of broke away. I feel like Luna was born and we kind of broke, broke that habit. <laughs> but she, we got in the car and Mia is dying to go to Europe. She she wants oh. to go to Greece so oh, yes. bad. So she gets in the car and she's like, Mom, I've been following this influencer who is showing, she shares every day how she takes half of her earnings and they go into mm-hmm. her Europe jar, okay? And I was like, 
let's do it. Oh, I'll match it. it. I'll match whatever. There are good things on social yes. media. That's the thing. Like this is a wonderful way to inspire I, a young one. Oh, you'll match. So it. I was like, I'll match it. I'm going with you. Let's you and me so, go. Oh, so, yes. so, so we just threw it in our giant, you know, jar and she threw, she came home from her, her trip. It says, you're a you're fund. fund. She threw a 20 in. I'm going to match her a 20, but Michelle, she's, this is freaking brilliant. Yeah. And she's, and here she's like, we're going to go by winter. And I'm like, listen, let's get our ducks in a row and we'll go next summer. You want to go to Europe in the summer where you want to go. We're going in the summer. Did you hear that? They're like having a crazy heat wave right now, like dangerously hot. I Mm. did. I did. But there's nothing going on with climate change. No, I'm not actually. You know, I was going to go oh, the dark side, right, and sorry. I know this uh, is Go to go listen to NPR for go listen to what do I listen and and, and just this or this just in or and now this. So I listen to NPRs and now this. It's a five minute news program that tells you what's going on around the world, and it's not cozy feel good news. It's like these people are fighting with the, these people, blah, blah, blah. Like Putin needs to be arrested. And it's just Such so I know what's going yeah. on, but that's not why no, you've come exactly. here. So go to, go to Europe whenever Thank your you. heart desires. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Let's dive in, Michelle. What are we reading, watching, and listening to this past I'm week? Back I'm back on track. I'm back, back, back on Me track, too. taking in content. I feel like I've yes, got some, it feels good. I feel like I've got some things to share. You know, um, I put down for a little bit, my Barbara King solver book. Um, Which one's that? Demon Copperhead. I remember oh, yes. I didn't put it yes. down. It was taken from me um, it, prematurely from my Libby app. Only downfall. Okay. I'm not going, I wasn't paying attention and it took it away. Well, I, I, I found that book. I made a decision. That book is going to have its own space on my shelf mm. as one of my favorite novels. So I'm back and I'm in that back end. I'm in the back 40% of that. And it's just, it just keeps getting better. Um, so I'll leave that there. Run, don't awesome. walk and get that book. Um, okay. I went for a walk yesterday evening solo. And while I was getting mauled by probably ticks, fl- uh, bugs, mosquitoes, Ooh. gnats and everything. And also taking in the lovely um, animal. I felt like I was like Snow White. Oh, I saw you had baby deer all the Full family. Right? Fawns. And and they are so pretty because they have the, the little, little white, white Bambi spots. Like it, free, like when I saw that photo, like honestly, that gave me or that video that you posted on social, that gave me good. Like I just felt relaxed and seeing Mother Nature again. It was, it was really freaking lovely. Can I get to? Can I tell you what book I'm Please. reading? I'm reading a book that I've been wanting to read for years since I heard about this case, and um. You know, it was, I, I, I decided, you know, I need something that I can really get into and not want to put down. And I knew the story would capture me. It's the memoir called, um, titled Know My Name by Chanel Miller. And you might know her name at this point, and I hope you do, and you should if you don't. Um, but she is an American author, and in it, Miller writes about her experience being sexually assaulted by the then Stanford University athlete Brock Turner in January 2015, as well as the aftermath um, and subsequent court case mm. of Bull versus Turner. It is a horrific story. Again, very. I'm, everything I'm doing right now is scary. I know we crimey, really went. This, we're, this, we lied to our listeners today. We went. This that's is okay. happy no, cozy, but, but you know what? This is what we're doing. But this book is a powerful example of resilience and courage and strength and not giving up. And she is in a, 
that's the story that, as I said, is heartbreaking. Her writing is so okay. beautiful. Tears have jerked out of my face. I, I couldn't even, I feel the tears coming. They just squirted mm. out. She's so brave to tell mm. this story. And I highly recommend it to anyone. I it's it's a, it's in my in my opinion a must read. It really goes to show what women go through when these instances happen to them when we are assaulted or attacked. And um I couldn't I, this is the first time I've ever read a book that I felt so icky afterwards. I want I had a physical I wanted to shower. Mm. She was like kind of she was like dragged through and by a dumpster found by a dumpster. She was found very dirty. I felt her writing was so like tangible. I felt like I was dirtied by mm. it, you know, by her story. I, young girls should read this yes. before they go to college yes. because this happened at a college party. I saw a lot of and responses scary. from parents were saying like, this was an eye opener, kind of a good one to read. Yeah. I with really information very much mm. so, but it's one of those stories that you can't stop reading because you want to know how it all rolls out. And I'm very familiar with the case. This kid got a slap on the wrist, which is infuriating. Um, yeah, highly recommend it. Oh, also I went to my little library. That's like two seconds from my house. It's literally like going to Barnes and Noble. It's the best yeah, little library. Like you're really hitting the jam ever. over there. Oh, I go like every two weeks and I drop off yeah, books good. and I take good, them. Good, so good. I'm a giver and uh-huh. a taker. And two books that I found that I took home with me that people on Instagram were like commenting and raving about lessons in chemistry by, by Bonnie Garmus. Have you no, read this? And you're going to give it to me when you're done because it's, I'm, okay, it's like I'll 20, give you thousand before. weeks in my Libby app. Oh no, it's all yours and then we'll return it. So lessons in chemistry. And then the other one, the last thing he told me by Laura Dave, which didn't you watch the series? I didn't finish it, but I did watch okay. I well into so, it. Yeah. The book is supposed to but be is so good. Yeah. So those are my three book recommendations. Um, and then one other thing I watched, I watched a movie called Infinity Pool starring um, Alexander Skarsgård, who I'm a huge yes. fan of. Are you familiar? Yeah, I am because I've, you've talked to him for <laughs> many years. He was ex- exceptionally sexy when he was um, even Nicole Kidman's counterpart in Big Little Lies as the abusive psychopath like, husband. husband. And why you... And you're hot. I don't so get weird. it. Like, I don't. But then I hated him after that movie. But then I started or I that like show. Then I liked him. Yeah. Again. Did you read Big Little Lies? I did not. I did. That's high not. on my list. Have I you have read it. any of Moriarty's books? No. Neither have I. But my sexy Jan, I believe, has probably been through all of them. I'm not sure if she's read that one, but she's a big fan. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, and he is also. As usual, you know, he's it's funny because Alexander's like hot, but he's got like bags under his eyes. Like he legit has tired like face. In, and I'm like succession. Oh Remember he when they his character in succession, yes. I was like, Yes, looking a little tired. He was kind of okay. a douche there. What? What I have what? A, he was such a deuce. A deuce. <laughs> a douche. I have a story to tell you. So I was one day at the pump room. It's over in the Gold Coast, and it was me and Anthony and our friend Matt Kunkel and a, a couple others. And we're sitting there and I remember I had my hair pulled back in like a tight ponytail and I think I had like red lips on. I just, you know, it was not a real look I usually pull off. Like I usually do. I usually have my hair down. I just had a different look about me. And I remember sitting there and <laughs> all of a sudden I make eye contact with somebody. And I mean, we locked okay. eyes. I mean, the eyes, we, he walked across and we just, I looked at him. He looked at me. We were just wait, trailing. Wait, 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 wait. Have on. I not told Make, you this story? And now it's another celebrity crush I have. <laughs> and who was it? I couldn't believe who I was looking at. So have you ever seen, he's a, I believe he's a Spanish actor and he's in Blow with, um, with yes. um, 
Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz and look up Jordi Moya. Probably just butchered that. Jordi, J-O-R-D-I-M-O-L-L-A. And he walked past and we like- Oh yeah, there he is. And he, again, has really tired, baggy eyes, but I find him to be, he kind of sometimes reminds me of Anthony. Well, I mean- he is tired so eyes, looking. but he's also he's so beautiful. Like there's something we, like, yeah, he looks, he looks like he did a lot place. of blow before this picture. <laughs> <laughs> looks like it's not. He, we, the, the eye locking was so like intense. Anthony noticed it. So I, after the, the locking of the eyes broke and I was just like in Oh, I'm like, you just looked at me for like a good 25 seconds and we just followed what? each other's he gaze. Was, he walked was, across the room. He was giving you He like kind of checked. He totally <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was just, you down we both naked. just, we, no, we just made, I, I wouldn't even go that far. I think we both just visually connected oh, okay. with one yeah, another. Yeah, okay, okay. You know what? I'm sorry. We're always, we want people to connect. We're here just touting <laughs> connection on a regular basis and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it seems to me there may oh, have know. been an instant but he, attraction. There was something. I And, oh and then God. Anthony, and then I, I looked so slowly over at Anthony because I was beaming. I didn't even care. I was like... <laughs> That is hilarious. He didn't care because he knows I've got 1,000. He calls it like that's Lauren's 1,700th like celebrity crush. I've got a billion of them. And this man is high on my list. And Anthony and I, to this, he was like, yeah, I'll never forget that day. Oh, <laughs> that I felt like a just a bystander, just Lauren's world and him living in it. God We'll never bless. forget that. Wow. We'll never forget that. Now, back to this movie, Infinity Pool. It's kind of like a mysterious, kind of like hedonistic, a bit of violence movie. They're on vacation. I would not recommend it. If you are looking for like a mysterious, weird, fucked up thriller, watch um, Midsommar with Florence mm, Pugh. Mm. That is a very weird, disturbing movie. And that's for those folks that are into that kind okay. of vibe, yep. that, which I am in you it. You are and I'm not. Are you watching <laughs> season two of The Bear? It's uh, We will, but no, we have not clocked into it yet just because we're busy. But Michelle, what are your thoughts on I it? I just... You know, there's still a lot of high energy. There's some hollering. There's high stress because they're reopening. Speaking of hot. Speaking, speaking of hot. hot speaking I mean. of <laughs> hot. And how? Yes. And he's chef. not a tall man. He's not. No, he's so and short. You want to know what? I'm curating because I come from, we have a, we're the land of, come from the land of the little people around here in the Anderson house. And I'm raising <laughs> smaller people. And I'm curating a list of really attractive, incredibly smart, talented, short people. And, yeah, so they and know. he's on that. Carmen from The Bear is on that list. Kieran Culkin. On and that Kieran list. Culkin is a small fellow. On that list. Um, Jeremy Allen White is in the Carm. I mean, there's nothing more Chicago than a guy named Carm. No, Carmy. 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 Right. Love it. Love but it. But they are, I love it. There's some changes. You're going to, there's some things that are happening. I think you're going to be oh, pleasantly surprised. I don't want to spoil for anyone that hasn't Please watched, don't. but I will say that there, the show has taken a little bit of a who turn and one of the chefs is spending some time overseas preparing in our nordic friends lands and learning get honing his skills in the um uh culinary arts in the dessert section and yes and that's the place to and, be pastry and he's a pastry chef in desserts. training and i'm just there you know what i love about this show this hmm. show you know i, I is about 
I think the ability to, to change, to grow and evolve like as a person person. and all of these people who are involved in this restaurant, who were a part of this thing, this, this thing that clearly meant a lot to somebody and means something so, so much to somebody else, their whole worlds, all of their worlds were thrown upside down. And I, this is like Mm -hmm. a lesson in being able to like pivot and change and be willing to grow. And and when you are open to that, like there's so many doors open, so many opportunities. Mm. And that's, it gives me the goosebumps. That's what I am loving about the series. Who knew that the bear season two would go run so deep? Listen, I mean, take, I love take it. it for what it's worth, but that's what it feels like to me. And I just I love like the characters. They're so, so fun. Good. And mm-hmm. can't, I just, I love it. <laughs> I can't wait. No, we will totally be tuning in. Um, Okay, thank you for that, Rec. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Shine Pages, the easiest, prettiest, coziest marketing platform in all the land. Are you an entrepreneur looking to grow your online business, but perhaps you aren't the most savvy person when it comes to website development? Well, Shine Pages is the answer to your entrepreneurial prayers. Shine Pages isn't just any website builder. It's an online marketing platform built specifically for non-techie coaches, consultants, and creators, just like us. We wear so many hats as entrepreneurs, so instead of stressing about how the heck you're going to build a kick-ass, gorgeous site that is effective too, use Shine Pages. This way you can just focus on your strengths. Imagine a site that automates everything for you. Well, good news. You don't have to imagine anything because Shine Pages is the real deal. Your new business is going to be set up for success right out of the gate because with Shine Pages, you are converting visitors to leads, growing your email list, selling digital products, online courses, and more. Cha-ching, honey. Shine Pages comes with easy to use but powerful tools, no coding required, and the most aesthetic, customizable templates ever. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Sign up for a free 14-day trial of Shine Pages at shinepages.com. Be sure to use our code SISTERPROJECT for 20% off of your first payment. And this code is valid through December 31st of 23. Now, don't dilly-dally. Shinepages.com is just one click away. And now back to our cozy conversation. So Michelle and I both, one of our homework pieces of homework today was to both listen to NPR's Life Kit. If you've never checked out Life Kit and you just want some like tools in life, um, like a little toolbox, this is the episode or this is the podcast to listen to. I tuned in specifically to the the episode called Ultra Processed Foods Ugh. Are Everywhere. Here's how to avoid them. And my God, Here, are they? Here's everywhere. how to avoid them. Shop around the grocery store. It's the hardest. Like you thing. mean like the circumference? Yeah, shop. The, the 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 secret to avoiding processed foods is, is don't go down the don't aisles. Go down the aisles. Mm-hmm. I know. And I'm failing um, and, and I'm failing at it. And I've been in a little bit of a revival state when my kids were first little. I really gave a shit about this. I, I, and I'm not that I don't, I care, but I got laxed. And, um, now, you know, I'm kind of, you're sharing these videos or these podcasts and I'm reading stuff and I'm like, we got to empty our cabinets and, and rest- yes. restart. And sometimes you have to do things like that. And just, I, I, I highly recommend this episode because 
we we don't need to. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just go ahead and turn that off. We don't need to be kicking the shit out of ourselves. Okay, it's I'll just stop. a really good reminder. Yeah, don't do that. It's just a good reminder to. Here are some of the expert advice that we got from this episode: is to look at ignore like the marketing jargon on the front of it, like low sugar. (laughs) Just ignore it all and then turn it over and look at the ingredients. And it's a basic kind of rule of thumb. If there are one million ingredients and most of them you've never heard, I've heard I heard this tip years ago. Oh, Michelle, that's just Michelle digging through her cabinet. I'm just going to use that Um, as an example. Yeah, and it's basically if you see one million ingredients and you don't recognize most of them, then it's a bad, it's a highly processed item and consider other options. So that's kind of always been how I operate with that kind of stuff. The stuff that I I, I really learned out of this episode is where they sneak in sugar in tortilla oh, chips. Like what the fudge yep, are we putting yep. tortilla, uh, in sugar and tortilla of chips? Pickles. It's everywhere. Yeah, so you really need to just look at it and there's they are just better options. Like if you like pickles, some pickles are better and yep. healthier for you than other pickles. Um other things, I mean obviously we're talking like eating fruits, ve- veggies, dairy, lean meats. Um a good hack if you do canned beans is to rinse the shit out of them in a colander prior to using them and wash off that little kind of coating of salt on your beans. Um, The other thing that they recommended, and this is what I've been practicing, and I started doing this a lot more because of the baby. We have less time to cook, it feels, and I don't want to spend hours cooking on certain nights, making big batches of things. And my go-to, you guys, is kale, I'm sorry, quinoa and farro. Boil up a bunch of that both of them, keep them separated or mix them, whatever you want, and then make two different like grain veggie packed salads. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, like one has that I do is a caprese style with kale, basil, cut up tomatoes and mozzarella. And then another one I might do might be a little bit more like Southwestern or maybe more like avocado really or something. And <laughs> Excuse me. Thank you. And it just keeps you full. It makes you think less and you're eating healthy. Mm-hmm. It's a, just an easy hack. Um, okay. A great link that they shared is called True Food dot tech. It's a prototype website, but what it is, it is basically calculating how all, how processed certain brands or items are at the grocery store. I highly recommend looking at it. It's so okay, eye-opening. Okay, so like I briefly looked at this. Is it ranked? Do they rank them by numbers? Like something that's you'll, more... They rank, they, they're categorized, then you click on it, and then you'll see at the top, I believe, the green light are like, these are the best, and then the lower, the more you scroll, the worse it okay. gets, and you will be surprised. Wow, that actually kind of reminds me of... Remember that app we used to use when shopping for products? for our hair, that toxic app? Yes, I have one still. It's a, it's like an environmental app of some sort that tells you how toxic that, or clean so your beauty items so are. So helpful, yet also so eye-opening. <laughs> and, and alarming. alarming. And alarming. And alarming. So we're going to start off with the case, the mysterious missing case of Carly Russell, who is a young woman about 25 who went missing on an interstate in Alabama. She called 911, said there was a toddler on the side of the road. She is seen on camera on a traffic camera pulling over. And then in the same time that this is happening, she's talking to a friend of hers who hears her get out of her car, say, are you okay, allegedly to this toddler, and then hears screaming they lose contact with Carly and then Carly, they only hear like interstate, like cars going by. And then Carly goes missing for like 48 hours where then she returns home. She, she, she lives with her parents. She returns home 
And they say that she was very out of it and in shock, but was breathing. Um, That's just something that they pointed out and that she was taken to hospital to get some care, comes back home and her family firmly believes that she was indeed abducted and was kidnapped. And her boyfriend alluded to the fact that she had been fighting fighting for for her her life life for for 48 48 hours, rather. Okay. Now, being a TikTok sleuth and amateur detective, that took over my algorithm for like 48 hours. I mean, it was like, find this missing woman. Everyone, all hands on deck. We have a woman that's gone missing. Um, And I think, you know, it was also created a huge deal because this is a black young lady. And a lot of time in, in this country and around the world, people of color that go missing or have harm done to them, they don't get the type of media attention that you'll see for like a good old fashioned white lady. It's just how fucked up the media is. So the internet and social media was really amping up and highlighting the story because they wanted to put it in front of everyone, you know, and make it known yeah. that we have this woman that's missing. So right now it's just crazy because the question is, what happened while she was gone? And did she really go missing? And was there ever a toddler? Now, the police department has spoken at this point and said there was there's no evidence that a, t- a child was ever missing. So I read an FBI agent's thoughts on this, and she has three thoughts. There's three things that could have happened, that there was a toddler, that she did pull over, and she was abducted by somebody. They don't, they say that when it comes to like human trafficking, this really isn't the way that they go about doing this. So it was kind of a botched up kind of plan that they okay. weren't really, um, that they wouldn't have done in that fashion. The other two things is she either, the other options here are she made this up and there was never a toddler that was on the side of the road and she was seeking some sort of attention. And the third thing is maybe she suffered some sort of mental breakdown or of some sort of psychosis. So this is coming from an FBI agent. Now, what I really think happened is I don't know. I don't know. But I will tell you this. One of my main worries is about things about social media is that they really did amplify her story, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's, it, it would be really sad and fucked up if this wasn't really... I mean, you know, so you don't want to hope that she got abducted, but we can use social media to help find people to raise awareness for things and alert people. And if things like this are happening, that it's just kind of a hoax or yeah, it was well, that's what it's created. I, I don't and then it's like taking away from the power of, yeah. you know, these apps and what society can do to help one another. Do you have any thoughts on what you think happened to I, her? I don't. I, because at first, and I followed it as soon as you shared with us this situation, I dove deep into it too. And um, I'm now, you know, at first I was like, something happened, you know, this woman got out of her car and now I'm like, I don't know. Like, it seems strange that there was all this upfront media and now it's like, there's this very vague, I know you can't like incident information where I'm like, you've lost me. I hope she's okay and getting the help that she needs. But I do feel like maybe we are, are getting a story that may have some, I don't know, Strange more to story it. Side more to it. To yeah. it. Yeah, I will tell you a fun, not a fun, uh, a, a piece of information that I gathered in my um, following the case is that she made a stop at Target prior to this situation happening, and she did grab snacks. I don't know how they, re- you know, they probably got it from you know corporate. <laughs> they got her receipt. She grabbed snacks from Target. And what's a very interesting thing to know is that when the police found her car, her vehicle on the side of the road, they found her. Her Apple Watch, she had lost, or I don't know if she had a wig in the car, was wearing one and it came off in distress. There was a wig, there was her phone and whatnot. 
the snacks were nowhere to be found. So did she, it's like, was she premeditating this and had some Maybe. snacks so she would get hungry? Could survive. I mean, this? I don't know. I need a lot more than like Lay's potato chips to survive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what she had, but I, I think, I don't know. So I found that to be a very this, interesting piece more, of the puzzle. There's more than more to the, the eye here for sure. And sadly, you know, not, her mental health and her condition, or if she is or diagnosed there, with something, is none of our business. It isn't, but, was, but it's also, but it's not being disclosed. Like we don't know her current or state health history, of, or if there's exactly. Yeah, yep, yep. So this is the world that we're living mm-hmm. in. So just count on me to bring the cold cases yep, to you, okay, yep. guys? And then left for no one to figure <laughs> them out. Awesome, thank you. Well, at least she's home and safe. That's really the most important thing. Um, so moving on, you guys, I found a great article and Michelle and I talk about this. We practice it and we, it was in our most recent cozy conversation, um, on summer wellness that we held live in person. And it was the power of gratitude and not to be confused or thought of as toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. I think that's where like it can, there's like a blurred line where you want it. There is a difference between the two. And top researchers and psychologists are saying that a very intentional practice of daily gratitude can literally benefit your mental and physical well, health. Yep. Yep. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it's good to know. Isn't that it's, fucking cool? It's good to know. And it really makes me as a person want to be pay attention to myself in moments and just pay attention to moments and acknowledge the acknowledged and be grateful, you know, like I right. look and I follow some people that are, are really, really good at practice. Negative Nancy. No, oh, good. I, I, oh, found, I know some negative Nancy's out there. We all do. They highlight that oh, on the yeah. forefront and that's no bueno. But I, I also take notice to the people that are really good at, at thanking their bodies for being yes. functional and, you know, the, the sun, the shining sun. And so I have tried to apply because sometimes I could, you know, veer in towards a negative space, but I don't stay there long. But I can see why these things are good for your health. How could they not totally. be? Yeah, I mean, they're and they're and it's going beyond just saying like thank you to someone for handing yes. you your mail or whatever. It's being a, a little bit more intentional with that gratitude, but also acknowledging the things that are in your home, what you already mm-hmm. possess, and what I find is when I am like deeper in my moments of gratitude. I compare myself less to other people. We've talked about this. I compare myself less to other people. And I'm happier for other people, for the beautiful things they have in their life. You know, I'm, I'm less to be like, oh God, that fucking trip looked awesome. Oh, why can't I be? I'm, I'm Now I'm more inclined to be like, good for, I'm so happy that they got the opportunity to do that. Yes. Mine will be here one day to take that Italy trip yep, or whatever yep, it might be. Yep. But it really allows you to put the spotlight on other people's things that they have in their life and something, you know, they also, they also talked about in this, in this, um, prevention article is being mindful and great gratitude for, um, or grateful rather for things that you'll, for people that you'll never meet. Like for instance, like if you're, you know, you got to think about the things that you have in your home, like the farmer's market, like for instance, like the food that you get to bring home to your family, like you're not going to meet the farmers, but you're grateful for them and the hard work Mm. that they do for that. And I was teaching a yoga class one day and I was teaching gratitude. And I said, you know, think of a few things that you are grateful for that aren't people that are things that you are experiencing in life that maybe people you'll never meet, not people that, you know, people that you'll never meet, um, 
have you can you can show your gratitude or put into your mind and be grateful for them. And this woman came up to me after class, very upset. And she's like, I'm sorry, but I will never be this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I will never be grateful for the people that made my purse. Because I used like things that you carry your shit around in as example, the car that you drive, for example. And she just couldn't wrap around her head that maybe 50 people were involved in making that purse and that they are out there somewhere. And she wears that thing every single day. I'm grateful for the breeder that bred Kevin. I mean, you know what? There you go. That way. And the cool thing about this, so that, yeah, that lady just, I don't think she ever got it. She got an F in practicing daily gratitude. I do hope that she has found her way since then, but it makes such a difference. And they were really talking about how your physical health, you have less tension. You have a more optimistic view on life. You're easier to, it's easier for you to forgive people. They're more resilient, mm-hmm. bounce back. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things that your brain is capable of doing if you can switch in. And I know, as I mentioned, some negative Nellies, you know, in real life and on Instagram. And I think if only if only yes. you can change the direction in which you talk about the beautiful life that, that is you are living right in front of you. Yes. Everywhere, everywhere you fucking look, there's so much to be grateful for. Um, so it's a really cool article. I will include it in, in, in today's show notes so you guys can have a read for yourself and think of different ways that you could practice it. It could be like writing it down, writing, jotting down at the end of the day. Um, what you're grateful for, or, you know, being telling someone like really intentionally, like, I am so grateful. I like doing when people's birthdays come around. I'm so happy and grateful you that you were, were born. born. That's very sweet. I never remember <laughs> anyone's birthday, so they're not getting that from me. But- oh my God, what a laugh. Okay, good. So as we wrap up everything, let's dive into quickly what we are doing for cozy, mindful well-being. And that for you, Michelle, is not murdering your yeah, dog. No. What is it? Pray tell. Um, the, the, the garden is starting to produce mm. the cherry tomatoes Ooh. are mm. yielding in in, epic proportions. And our friend Kelly from the Hungry Bluebird, who is a Instagram food chef, she is cozy AF. Does she have a recipe? Well, she just, she inspired me to make our shared recipe for your bestie Rose's cherry tomato focaccia bread. (gasps) Yes. Okay. And oh, I've I that. am going to make a, I'm going, my cozy mindful well-being is, is I'm curating a, a real proper list right now. And I'm going to create some incredible things this with, with some free time I have this weekend with some stuff that is ready to be picked out of my garden. Amazing. I love that so much. Shout out to my dear friend, Rose. Love you. Love your focaccia bread. Um, super grateful for that lady in my life. Yeah. She's a good one. Oh, she's grateful great. for that recipe. Mm-hmm. She is coach. good stuff, that Rosie. Um, okay, I doing? am doing? doing shower self-care. My friend Devin gifted me this beautiful set of, you know that brand OC, O-S-E-A? Mm-hmm. Body scrub and oil for Luna's first birthday. She's like, here, mom, congrats. That's such a nice you did it. You kept her from your friend. Really, really, really thoughtful. Really thoughtful. And, yeah, mom self-care is what it said on the card. And it has upped my shower game. It is so luxurious. I mean, but it's like nature luxury. You know, it's like the smells of lavender and rosemary. And they're they're very herbaceous smells. She got me the scrub. I'll link them. She got me the scrub and the after shower oil. And (laughs) you just, it's just a good vibe. You leave the shower feeling sexy. I don't know why, but you smell good. You feel good. It's just, where's that guy? Where's Jordy? Where's that Spanish? I need to start taking more showers like you. (laughs) 
then I'd be a little (laughs) clean, cozy, cozy, clean, cozy core, hygienic, (laughs) cozy core. Lauren, I got to laugh right now because I just got a text from my friend, Brian McLaughlin, um, our Diamond Island friends. And he just wrote this to me. 10 years ago today, you left a Hmm. pair of your drawers in Grand Park, (laughs) Michelle, your only fish show, I think. And I am. Why did you leave your underwear? Because I, a, I was my first fish show. And during the show, they had Mm -hmm. to close it down because a massive storm front was coming Mm. in and we were on Northerly Island. So basically they were like, get the fuck out of here. Yes. Well, they evacuated. Yeah. Well, I had to go pee like it was nobody's (laughs) business. I proceeded to climb up of a little hill, a little, a little hill at the top, (laughs) at the top of Northerly Island where everybody was walking by watching me did you pop a squat i popped a squat for the whole i I mean a gynecologist could have probably come and done a quick exam well i pissed all over myself so i had to throw (laughs) my undies aside and i thank you for saying undies and not panties my undies and then i came home after that rough night because you know it was a rough one it was just a lot and our dog got skunked by a skunk and it smelled like hell in the home and ryan dealt with that while i just changed my underpants you know what god bless the show sounds so fun and of all places to take a leak and people might be walking past not even thinking twice about Mm it is are are some fish fish heads hey i fit right in they don't fucking care they don't care again they're like pee on me (laughs) i'll go back and do it again they're grateful they're grateful and on that note and on that note (laughs) stay cozy friends Fun fact. Did you know that I actually hate filling my car up with gas? I don't. Seriously, you didn't know that? No. Oh my Lord. It's I'm a total avoider. I am the queen of running on empty. Running on empty. I actually have a friend <laughs> who I share the same disdain with over ex- and we exchange photos of our gas gauges when they're on E. Oh, that's an interesting text message. But Michelle, what is the point of your story? Ah, that's right. My point. Okay. I don't think I had one. Oh, yeah, I did. All right. (laughs) I will say, since we're on the topic of automobiles, I actually love going to our local neighborhood auto repair shop for all of my maintenance. Oil changes, digital inspections, the whole bit. The name of my spot is called Vapel Auto Repair, and it's right here in LaGrange Park. It's one of the most lovely, friendly, inviting places I have ever had my car serviced. Wow. Well, Vapel Auto sounds like a dream come true, but I need you to tell me a bit more about this digital inspections you speak of. I would love to. Digital inspections are super cool. This is where the mechanics take photos and videos of the areas specifically concerned within your vehicle so the customer can see exactly what's going on under the hood. Okay, I appreciate this so much because I don't have a clue what's going on underneath Yeah, there. <laughs> you and me both. Not only is Vapel Auto an independent, family-owned and operated auto repair shop, Vapel is a NAPA-approved auto care center. However, the part I love most about Vapel Auto is that you are actually invited to snuggle up in their cozy waiting room and sip on a hot beverage while you wait for your car's service to be completed. Doesn't that sound delightful? An auto shop that is cozy too? Oh my God, Vapel Auto sounds like my kind of auto repair shop. Listener, if you are local or live near the west suburbs of Chicago and in need of a reputable mechanic that cares about your car and your cozy, mindful well-being, then schedule an appointment at VapelAuto.com or call 708-352-8800. 
Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the sister Proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Mm-hmm.